Good morning, Wastelanders. This is Streaming Wasteland. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Streaming Wasteland. Streaming Wasteland. Streaming Wasteland. I'm Greg. Hi, Greg. And with me always... And Ringo. With me always is Ringo. Hi, Ringo. Yeah, we should probably talk about this movie. This movie is terrible. Say, say we both recommend this movie. I would say skip this movie. Yeah, don't watch this. Worst plot I've ever seen. This movie had some interesting twists and turns that I, I definitely enjoyed. You know what they say, once you're 18, monsters are your problem. The creature that we're dealing with is called the Dark Mother. Yeah. I just called her Dear Mommy. Do you want to go mm-hmm. ahead and jump back in? Alright, we should probably dive into this. <laughs> good morning, Wastelanders. What's up? I hope you guys have all had a good week, and with me as always, we have Greg. Say hi, Greg. Hi, Greg. This week we went ahead and took on 2020's Palm Springs, which is on Hulu. But before we get into that, Greg, do you want to go ahead and get into what you did this week? Do you want to go ahead and spiral? Do I want to spiral? That's a strange question. But <laughs> uh, nah, this week we've been just watching old TV. I guess old-ish TV. We finished watching Frasier, getting excited for the reboot of that. I'm not usually one on the remake reboot train, but Frasier's funny. And I think Kelsey Grammer's funny. And I'm a little bit curious how they're going to do it without some of the key cast members returning. Mm-hmm. His brother's not coming back. And so that's half the comedy of the show. But, ah, I got you. <clears throat> and obviously, Martin Crane is not coming back because the actor died. So that is, that would be pretty difficult to do. Not impossible. We've seen too many CGI people in the movies, but <laughs> I don't think Paramount's going to do that. I hope they don't anyway. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see his son all grown up and how Frasier, an old man, acts. Mm-hmm. Because he's already old man a lot of, a lot of times. Yeah. Which, with what you brought up there, it's going to be interesting in a few years when they decide to just scan all the actors and just keep them going forever. Uh, I hope they don't do that. I won't watch. They're going to. That's going to be something that they'll do because it'll be cheaper to go ahead and make movies by just CGIing every actor into the movie. That's why we have the what we've got going on right now with the pickets and shit. That's uh, one of the many things that's going on but yeah i i think we're a ways off from full cgi movies where they actually try to make it look like real actors are doing it we're we're a little ways off from that. oh then i guess i shouldn't put out the movie that i made god damn it's not cgi if you just add like an effect over your face and yell i'm a robot i'm a robot i'm a robot yeah tiktok tells me different okay <laughs> the last time please stop getting all of your information from tiktok what? They told me I don't need glasses, man. Come on. You know how much money that's going to save me? I don't know if you need glasses so much as reading lessons. <laughs> I don't think it's that you can't see. No, that's just my brain, man. My brain is stupid, okay? My eyes. You've got a big, hard brain. Don't worry about it. I don't have a big, hard brain. I have a big, soft, smooth brain. There's no wrinkles there. Brains are supposed to be soft. That's why a hard brain would be not good. Yeah, but mine is extra soft. It's like jello. I see. So you've got. So you don't have a brain. You just have a snack. Yeah, I say extra soft like jello because it's not hard enough to go ahead and get any of the ridges that you get. <laughs> that it's smooth. Oh, I thought you were gonna say I said jello because when I shake my head, I could feel it wiggling around in there. That too, but that's besides the point. With the jello in the pudding. That's all. <laughs> I don't have a Bill Cosby impersonation. I never have. <laughs> That's all I got. So Fraser's getting a reboot? Yeah, it's going to be, I think, starting in October. Oh, that's cool. I'd be willing to go ahead and give it a watch. I'm pretty excited for it. I think that it could be good. It, it could also suck, but that's the chance you take. 
it's at least uh it's at least a show that acknowledges the character getting older and they're hopefully not just trying to do the same thing that they did before again because Frasier was pretty different from cheers and so mm. hopefully it's they're not just trying to do oh but this time it's his kid and his kid's brother who live together with their grumpy old dad it, like it's not gonna be that so I've got some hopes for it I'm I'll be excited for it when it comes out you got hopes for that and we're over here streaming wasteland stuff man come on <laughs> I hope is what <laughs> keeps you alive in the wasteland I'm telling you <laughs> otherwise your brain goes smooth <laughs> See, I don't rely on hope. I rely on the the sustenance that I consume, the food and water that gets put into my body. Yeah, but it's easier to find food and water when you don't have a smooth brain. <laughs> I don't know. I'm doing I'm doing fine enough. You don't find the food and water. We all know that Mrs. Ringo does that. About an hour ago, I might have put in an order to Taco Bell to have it delivered. <laughs> I guess you're not wrong. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's some hunter-gatherer shit. See, look at that. Uber Eats is basically hunter-gathering for the modern day. I found food for my family. I'm making sure they live. <laughs> you found Taco Bell for your family. I don't know if you want them to live or die. <laughs> what? Baja Blast doesn't extend your life? So, one of the few irritating things about living here is I don't know which places have a drive through and which don't, and there's still some that surprisingly don't have a drive through What? And I, I don't know about Wendy's specifically, but just fast food restaurants in general. And also, if you look on Google Maps, like Street View, who takes pictures of Wendy's, right? So there's not very many pictures of the outside of Wendy's. So <laughs> I'm like guessing. I'm like, oh, shit, do they have a drive-thru? And Google lists everything as having a drive-thru. Try to tell me that CVS over here has a drive-thru. It technically has a drive-thru pharmacy, but you have to have a prescription and then go through it. You can't drive through and be like, hey, give me a pack of Reds or anything like that. Hey, can I get it some sour cream and onion chips? Can't do that through the drive-thru. Not with that attitude, you can't. Oh, not with their store policy, you can't. I've been asked to leave several times. That doesn't make any sense because the capitalists would win more if they allowed you to go ahead and get stuff out of their pharmacy. But they would win even more if I have to park my car and come inside and get trapped in their fucking product mega store. No, uh, you just lock the vehicle down until they buy products and then they're forced to buy products. Oh, they would lock my vehicle down? Yeah, why not? No, this is America. Freedom. But, but you freedom. have the freedom to you have the freedom to buy stuff. But freedom. See, but I also have to have freedom to car. Have you learned nothing from the climate debate? Well every, every answer is but car. <laughs> you you do have a, a very good argument there, Senator. Thank you. I'm you just going to say, election. how can there be global warming if it gets cold? I've heard and, that argument before. And is, yeah, it was made by a dipshit in our Congress. And then somebody yeah. else threw a fucking snowball. <laughs> it was also made by my brother when I worked for him. And he was like, why am I sweating in December? Don't tell me it's climate change because it still yeah. gets cold in winter. And I'm looking at him like, <laughs> Yep, don't tell me it's the obvious solution because I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Which, yeah. By, by the way, to my brother, if you listen to this, yes, you are an idiot, and I will say it to your face. I will say it to your face. <laughs> yeah, people want to wonder why it is that the state of politics is any given way or why it seems like people are stupid now, and all you have to do is look at the man who brought a snowball into Congress to prove that global warming wasn't real and you get a sense that is one fiftieth of our senate <laughs> <laughs>
I feel like I need to go ahead and do that same argument, but like whenever they go, where'd you get a snowball from? I'd be like, I went to the corner store where they sell ICs and I got them to go ahead and give me a bunch of shaved ice. You could just buy an icy and pack it into a snowball. It, it definitely yeah, works. Too. Yeah. Should I get it flavored though? So that it's like a big old red snowball or yes. like yellow? <laughs> yeah, it, well, it has to be red. It can't be blue because then they would be like, see, it's liberal. Got it. Anyway, um, we should probably yeah. talk about Palm Springs. <laughs> Man, uh, but I want to talk about snowballs. But I want to talk about icy snowballs. All right. This so, movie was like the opposite of ice. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Like I said earlier on, we took on 2020's Palm Spring on Hulu, which anyone want to take a bet on how many names I go ahead and screw up on this one? We'll go ahead and see in a second. Live like Live Like There's No Tomorrow, starring Andy Samberg as Niles, Kristen Miliati, thank you, as Sarah, J.K. Simmons as Roy. That's actually wait, J.K. What was that one? stand for do you know just kidding i'm one i, I don't know what the actor's okay. initial stand for off the top of my head okay peter gallagher as howard meredith hagner as misty our synopsis is at a wedding niles is struggling with his girlfriend misty when he gives an impromptu speech attracting the attention of the sister of the bride sarah sarah and niles go off to have an impromptu fling but are interrupted when a deranged man shoots niles with an arrow Sarah chases them into a cave and then reawakens in her bed and realizes it's the day before the wedding. Angry at first, Sarah grows close to Niles before learning that Niles has been trapped in this time loop for much longer than she has and that they hooked up many times before. Furious, she storms off and Niles is left alone again. Now let's hear from from some of the critics. Nick D. Semelian, writing for Empire gives this movie a five out of five stars commenting it's taken a long time to get getting here from across the pond but some things are worth waiting for a wonderful witty and weird spin on an old favorite which seems destined to become a classic itself writing for vanity fair k austin collins says palm springs is fine but there's a glimmer of something weird and interesting in this movie that made me crave a ballsier funnier endgame User Thomdurd on IMDb gives this movie a 6 out of 10 remarking. The start of the film is actually pretty good, and you think that this will get funnier and funnier, but halfway through it gets closer to romance than comedy and loses its pace. Acting is okay, storyline is cool, but for about 45 minutes. Then the script changes tone and becomes a neo-mellow, dramatic, hipster-esque converse- conversational piece. User... R. Schaefer984 on Rotten Tomatoes gave this movie a 5 out of 5 stars, noting, This is not Groundhog's Day, nor is it trying to be. It's its own thing, and it does it wonderfully. How do you feel about this movie, Greg? I fucking loved this movie. I actually thought this was a fantastic movie. I completely agree with user R. Schaefer984 in that this is certainly not Groundhog's Day, nor is it trying to be. I think we default think of anything that has a time loop type situation as Groundhog's Day. We make jokes about it in our real life when it feels like we're doing the same shit over every day. But Groundhog's Day was a good movie and this is a good movie and it's not necessarily a ripoff. It's not the the same type of story. This is probably my favorite rom-com now, or at least it's up there. It goes in the canon with the Harry Met Sally and You've Got Mail, etc. Yeah, I agree with you. I was extremely surprised how much I enjoyed this movie. This movie was so much fun for me. Andy Samberg can deliver these just amazing speeches. Like no matter 
okay, maybe not no matter because I haven't watched him in everything that he's in, but you've probably seen him in more stuff than I have. But when he delivers a speech, I don't know, something about the way he delivers it, it just always hits. Yeah, Andy Samberg's a great actor. He's yeah. not just a, a comedic actor. He, he's a good actor. Yeah. He's he's pretty funny overall. And this movie, I think, showcases a lot of his best style of humor. It's this very kind of like dry wit that mm-hmm. works very well. And I'll say this movie made me warm because every shot is in the open <laughs> suns of Palm Springs. And it just it made me sweaty just sitting there. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't want it to be hot, but the movie made me like, I was like, oh my God. The, <laughs> it, credit to the, the director and the cinematographer for getting great shots that make me feel like I'm there. But, but yeah, this is a really sweet movie. I, I didn't expect that. This movie was billed as a comedy first and romance second and then sci-fi third and i thought that was interesting and weird i remember this movie coming out because it was pandemic times when it came out and so i was hyper attentive to everything new and i remember thinking i was like oh andy sandberg i like him and then just never got around to watching it i didn't learn anything about it i knew a lot of people liked the movie like critics liked the movie but i didn't like i said I, i knew very little about what i was getting into going in and there was something about about a third, not even a third, maybe like a quarter of the way into the movie. Andy Samberg is approached by the grandma at the wedding. She's like, I've been to a lot of weddings, more than you. And he was like, you'd be surprised. And I was like, oh shit, is he already in the time loop? That's fucking clever. And then, yeah, that's what ended up being what happened. And I was like, oh shit. I like this idea of us finding out that one of our main characters is already in the time loop. He's the navigator to this loop. You know what I really appreciated about that, too, was we didn't have to go through the whole, like, am I in a time loop? How do I go ahead and deal with this? Do I kill myself? Like, the whole, like, step-by-step process that always happens. Yep. They made a really smart choice in jumping past the explaining what happened and the rules, etc. via us watching our main character learn them. And instead, basically introduced... It really... It's hard to say that... Andy Samberg's not the main character of this movie, but I'd make an argument that Kristen Milioti is as well. And for her to enter the movie as the person who realizes, oh shit, we're in a time loop, and then have two people, Roy and Niles, both kind of be stuck in the loop as well, then it's very, it's like a nice, interesting way to jump past all that explanation and get us to like the good bits of the story. Yeah. And I gotta say, any sort of movie like this where the events of the movie don't change, you're doing the same day, the same cycle over and over again, and you're really, like, in those situations, you're really relying on the actors to bring your story to life, and I think they did a fucking great job. I think both Sandberg and Miliotti did fantastic. J.K. Simmons is funny in pretty much everything. Apparently it stands for John Kimball. I looked it up. Hey, cool. That's cool. I didn't know that about him. But yeah, he's they, they all three of them do a good job. Misty is super annoying, but she's supposed to be, and also she's only in the movie for maybe thirty minutes of the the ninety minute runtime. She really doesn't take up a lot of screen time. Same with Howard. Pretty much everybody else that's billed past J.K. Simmons isn't really a main character or even a side character. They're effectively prop pieces mm-hmm. for a lot of the cast. I did think it was fun <laughs> that Niles was sitting there like, oh yeah go ahead and try the we've got to be as good as possible go ahead and try the morals thing <laughs> and 
Sarah goes and reveals that she slept with the fiance before the night before, and she cleared her conscience and then ended up in the same day again. Oh yeah, how's that going for you? That was pretty fun. I do the resignation factor that we get, the contrasting to Sarah's pragmatism. Like we have to do something, we have to figure something out. Niles is literally just there's nothing to figure out. We're just this is just forever now. Mm-hmm. Which I like that they made it feel like Niles has been in this for millennia at this point in time. Because we don't know how long he's been in there. We don't. We have no idea how long he's been in there. And he doesn't know either. Yeah. Uh, He says, he references that he and Sarah have had sex thousands of times. Which, I I don't know if that was an exaggeration. We obviously can't know for sure. But if that's true, a couple years. (laughs) And so, yeah, at least. And so, yeah, there's... There's a lot to say about this movie, but a lot of it is just, it's really well done. They kept a kind of high premise escaping from a time loop at a fun and witty pace, but also made it very human. I will say that for user Tom Durr down there, it does flip tones about 45 minutes in. About the time that Niles and Sarah start having a real relationship, the movie does shift from two people trapped in a time loop doing whatever the fuck they want to a relationship being built and then lost but i think it works i don't have the issue that he has where it feels like oh the ending sucked and everything was dumb after a certain point i think the ending made the most amount of sense i like the idea of watching two people basically get infinite tries to finally become the good partner for each other Mm mm-hmm or, actually, that's not even fair, because Sarah doesn't have to change very much. It's Niles who really has issues, and he's the one who works them out and yeah. becomes a better person. I think it is also interesting to see that in this situation, right, granted, they're living the same day over and over again, but they would live forever. They would live until eternity, until the Earth dies, trapped in this timeline, at a resort where they have free booze, free food. Oh, And I think that there's, it's interesting to think about that they still found themselves to be unhappy. I, I don't know, like, I'm not fresh-brained enough right now to really think <laughs> of, like, deep into my philosophy of being and stuff, but it does feel like it says something about what we actually need for being a human is not, we need something that isn't just a loop. We need something more than just having our needs met. Yeah. What were you going to say? So I was going to end up asking, if you ended up in, in a time loop like this, what would you do? I, I know for me, I would be getting into all sorts of stuff. I would figure out what my alcohol limit is like before I, my internal organs shut down on me, do drugs, drive. I'd find a car that I could drive that would drive so fast that it would rocket me out of the car no matter how well I'm, I'm strapped <laughs> in. I'd do some dumb shit, man. The same boat. I think at first I'd play it cautious, but after a while, I don't know exactly how long, but I'd just throw all caution to the wind. Right? It, that's that's a thought that came to me. Yeah, and it seems pretty realistic that Niles has tried all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It made sense to me. I think it's pretty funny that Roy hunts him. Yeah, dude. Roy was such a great character. I loved how like he showed up and Niles was like, yeah, there is just something. I think he's got some anger issues that he's just working through. And you get a close up of Niles as he's lighting the pool on fire. Uh, sorry, not Niles, of Roy as his eyes just yeah. burn. And I'm like, I love Roy. I like that Niles is so far gone. He couldn't tell the swimming pool was filled with gas. I think he would smell it. He'd probably taste it. Yeah. Either one. 
But I guess if you're constantly drunk and burnt out, then maybe you don't notice. Yeah. Burnout's a bad choice of words there. <laughs> I did also like the mid credit scene of Roy finding out that there was a way out of this and then yeah, going to track down yes. Sarah and Niles. I, yes, that made me so happy because I, I, how many t- times some character gets trapped in, in a time loop like that and like the main characters get out, but we never hear if this like secondary character gets out and they're like, Oh, hey, Sarah went ahead and messaged me and told me this stuff. Do you do you think that she's onto something? And Niles looks at him and goes, I don't know who you are or what you're talking about. And Roy goes, what? Oh, <laughs> okay. I need a shit ton of alcohol, which if I'm going to go blow myself up, I would need a shit ton of alcohol too. Yeah, for sure. Real quick, while it's still in my mind, do you think that Nana, the, the old woman, that went up to Niles and said, I've been to so many weddings. Do you think that Nana understands that they're in a time loop because of what she says to Sarah? No, I don't think, I think that's just a prescient piece of dialogue. I don't think she is in a time loop. Okay. So you don't think that she's some sort of like higher being that's just watching them going, hey, 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 I get to go ahead and watch these guys go through time loops until they solve their own problems or something like that. Nope, and if they, that was somehow revealed, I would have hated this movie more. I actually okay. really like that we don't know why they got in a time loop. I know that they okay. say that they're trapped in a box of energy, but overall, I don't need that explained to me. I Fair don't enough. need to know exactly. My my instinct was that it was aliens, but I just they never said, and I, I didn't care. Fair enough. I do that she spent days upon days, maybe weeks, learning everything there is to know about, like, theoretical physics. I was like, damn, dude. See, this is where I know I would just be trapped. (laughs) They'd be like, like, all right, think of a box of energy. I'd be like, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) So you'd be Niles. Yeah, very much. Not because I want to be. I don't have the brain power to understand theoretical physics. I think even with infinite time and, and knowledge... It wouldn't work for me. I'm just bad at that sort of thing. So I think that for me, and I wrote it in my notes that I would definitely be taking, I'd try and get my hands on as many books as I can. And I'd just be reading books because there are so many books that I want to read. And I just never put aside the time to go ahead and read them, which the problem is if even if a book is really good, I'm going to fall asleep, which means I'm going to wake up and I'll have made it like three pages into a book and go, fuck, (laughs) got to go find that book again. If you're one of those people who, uh, what's it called? <laughs> Who falls asleep when they're reading? That would this would be a terrible situation for you because you would be like, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna read a book," and then you like fall asleep and wake up and you're like, "God damn, I just reset the day." <laughs> so if I keep with uh, with my original statement of doing drugs and stuff like that, maybe I would go to a hospital, get myself a shit ton of adrenaline, then go get a book, shoot up the adrenaline, and read the book, and hope that I'm not so wired that I can't sit there and read the book. I guess that would work. This guy's going to shoot up adrenaline to do a mundane task? Loser! Yeah, I, I'm just not sure how you'd be able to read. Probably with, not. Uh, when you're, like, hopped up on adrenaline. Cocaine. Yeah. Uh, I will say, I guess the only, <laughs> like, cheesy moment of this movie is the, like, kiss explosion. That was pretty much as uh, expected. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, we have to... But it's expected, right? Again, back to our rom-com and formulaic there are certain parts of the formula that are to be expected and the big kiss at the end it works somebody i saw 
<laughs> somebody, I think it was on Letterboxd, I read somebody's review that said, it's nice to see two people who clearly weren't hot in high school, but are hot now, get together. <laughs> I, I was like, it's pretty funny. I don't know that I'd ever call Andy Samberg hot, but he's definitely not ugly. And he didn't end up with J.K. Simmons, who's clearly the hottest. <laughs> oh, I gotta say, it's really nice to go ahead and have a movie that has the side character, a.k.a. J.K. Simmons in this, have growth. Yeah, I thought it was nice too. He was he had a real arc. Yeah, it was a little brutal how his arc happened, but I think that it was necessary. I think that it works out really well for him to be like, oh, I realize that I've been putting Niles through all of this for however many times that I've gone and hunted him down and lit him on fire or shot him or whatever. So maybe I shouldn't do this. And Niles was like, oh yeah, you died in an ICU, slow death. That's yeah, that's yeah. not fun. Well, I think it touches on this movie's major theme, which is empathy, right? Yeah. As soon as he realizes what happened to Niles every time, he stopped doing his thing. As soon as Niles realized how Sarah felt and why she felt that way, he changed. He, he realized what was going on with her. She's the only one who didn't have to learn empathy because she had it in the first place. Yeah. And even then, it feels like she learned a little bit with her final speech to her sister. Which I liked the final speech to her sister, especially when she turned to Abe and she said, don't fuck this up. And he starts laughing and she looks at him like, boy, and he's like, yeah, 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 I won't fuck this up. Yeah. Oh, real quick. The bride, uh, Camila Mendes. She is in Riverdale. I wanted to point that out. Oh, uh, okay. I'm still probably never going to watch Riverdale. That's but... fine. Uh, that's fine. I just wanted she to She barely got a out. chance to be in this movie. Yeah. It is interesting that for a movie that's ostensibly at a wedding, we don't actually see that much of the wedding, or the wedding doesn't play that big of a part in the story. I appreciate that, actually. I do like that Niles is constantly, like, just wandering around. People are like, who are you? He's like, Misty's boyfriend. They're like, oh. <laughs> Which tells me that Misty really didn't care about him at all. He was just her, yeah. her figurehead? Her placeholder. Like, placeholder yeah there we go until she ended up with uh cowboy hat yeah and it's it was pretty funny that like he he knew exactly as soon as i feel like even without the time loop he knew maybe the first time he went to that wedding she's gonna cheat on me mm-hmm. <laughs> he knew oh yeah 100 percent. but yeah overall i think this movie is a solid recommend i i think it's 90 minutes well spent I think that it moves along pretty good. You never feel like it's slowing down at any point. And it's really sweet. I yeah. think that this is a solid rom-com. I was genuinely surprised that I liked it as much as I did. It gives me kind of Garden State Lost in Translation vibes. So if you're a fan of those type of movies, something a little bit more understated, then it definitely has its moments. But it's still an Andy Samberg movie. They let you know by mocking the Sony classic pictures uh, logo at the beginning with the uh, lonely (laughs) Island classics. So this is a fun movie and I recommend anybody to watch it. If you don't like anything that Greg just said, they have the character. Roy should be enough of a a fixture for everybody to want to watch this. Okay. Roy was like a great character. (laughs) I liked Roy. Okay. That's what I'm trying. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) I think we picked that up. Have you? (laughs) I got your text message. Did you get the synopsis I sent with it? What about the 300-page book that I wrote? I might have got that and just deleted it. Ah! I hope it was your only copy. I'll send it again. Okay. I'll I'll just go rewrite it. (laughs) 
Yeah, no, this the, I really appreciated this movie. I really like this one, and I don't say that about many rom-coms. Except for Falling in Love. Come on, Falling in Love. It has a goat in it. Yeah, and <laughs> it, it's a play. It's a pun name, so... <laughs> I'll say for a place called Palm Springs, I didn't see many springs or palms, so right. I guess zero out of five. There was a lot of desert. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I really like this movie, and <clears throat> I actually am excited to go ahead and put it on so that my wife can watch it as well. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Yeah. And it's interesting that you and I both agree on a rom-com. Cause not, it's, it's weird that we both agree that this rom-com was good. Look, we'll just say it flat out. We're going to make out while we watch this movie. Yeah. With our pumpkin spice Frosties. drink from Frosties yeah. from Wendy's. Yeah. We're going to get, we're, oh no, oops, I spilled some in your beard. And then next thing, we're not watching the movie anymore. Mm-hmm. And then we're in a time loop where we just keep making out forever. That's just a 69 wheel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and with that. We have been Streaming Wasteland, so you can go ahead and find us on iTunes, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Sorry, my brain, my smooth brain is really struggling right here. All the socials. Yeah, all the socials. (laughs) TikTok, YouTube. We have an email, which off the top of my head, I don't remember. Greg, do you remember what it it is? It's Streaming Wasteland wasteland at gmail.com. There we go. I got there. I got there. I'm sorry. Oh, (laughs) yikes. See, I make Greg's life fun, guys. Every week. You guys should see me in D&D. I'm blinking so hard for help. <laughs> it's like a time loop of illiteracy. Hey, this last minute wasn't illiteracy. This last minute was just idiocracy. That's a completely different movie, by the way. Yes, that one is not on our list. (laughs) And with that, Greg, you got anything else to say? (laughs) Just goodbye. All right. Say goodbye, Greg, one more time. Goodbye, Greg, one more time. (laughs) Bye, guys.